This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. So today we're going to have a little bit of a change of pace. We usually learn the Shaina Halachais, but today we're going to learn a subject about, uh, relevant to this week's Parsha. In the Parsha Sekev, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Kal Yisrael, Veheisir Hashem Kol God will remove from you every illness. So we're going to talk about a segula that is brought in many svarim for refua. Sometimes a person needs a refua, and it's hard to identify, it's hard to know exactly what could be done. So this is a very interesting segula. It's based on a Gemara in Mesachas Tainis. The Gemara tells us, There was someone who was chayiv malkis in the Bezdin of Rava. Why? Mishum Al Kusis. He lived with a Gaya. Nagde Rava. Rava whipped him. I guess, I don't think it means Rava himself he did it. His court whipped the guy. Umis and the guy died. Ishtama Milsave Shivar Malka. The matter was heard by Shibur, the, the king, the queen. Now it's interesting. Boy Litsure Rava. They wanted to cause Rava distress. That's interesting. If you have like a dictating monarch, and they, you don't like what somebody does, does you don't cause the person distress, you know. You <laughs> but probably Rava was a eminent personality, and they probably respected him and they needed him, so they wanted to cause him some distress. Amrole, Ifra Hormis, Ima de Shubramaka. Ifra Hormuz, the mother of uh, Shibor the king, actually, he, uh, she said, Levra, she said to her son, Don't mess around with the Jews. Whatever they ask their God, God gives them. So she remarks, What do you mean? Tell me an example of something that they pray for and God listens to. Boyin Rachami Vaasi Mitra. So they pray. They, so she said they pray for rain, and the rain always comes. Amarla, he said to her, You know the reason why when they pray the rain comes is because it's the rainy season. Very good. Ah, oh, we can tell me they pray that the the trees should blossom. And okay, the trees blossom on their own. Because let them pray now in the summer for the rain to come. If then the rain comes, that shows that that. Uh, that God listens to the tefillah. Shaul, come. Um, Shulchalei l'Rava. So they sent word to Rava. Kivon daitcha, oboi rachami delay simitra. Focus your mind and pray for rain that the rain should come. So basically they wanted to test Rava. Pray for rain in the rainy season. It's not like America. In Israel in the rainy season, it never rains. I'm sorry, pray for rain in the summer. In the summer it never rains. So Rava prayed for rain, and the rain didn't come. Basically, Rava invoked the pasuk, God, we heard with our ears the miracles of of yesteryear. Our forefathers told us, We remember you did all these miracles back in the day, but we didn't see it with our own eyes. Basically, what Rava said is, Back in the day, God, you made many, many miracles for us, but we haven't seen anything lately. 
Asa Mitra, the rain fell, Adeshafach Marzavi the Tsipairi Lediglas, until <coughs> the gutters of Tsipairi filled up the Diglas. What's the Diglas? What, what river is the Diglas? The Tigris River. You ever go to the Tigris River? You've never been to Iraq? No. It's a, it's a good destination. Asa, I, I just saw on Shabbos, a group of people, they went to Oman. What's there? Not the, the desert, the sand dunes. They went to the kever of Eov. Oman is, we're talking about, you know, um, this is not, this is real East Middle East, you know. So it's, it's east of Saudi Arabia even. How Eov got east of Saudi Arabia, I don't know. But anyway, this was the tefillah of Rava. Asa Avua, Rava's father appeared to him. It's Chazi Lebechelma and he came to him in a dream. Va'amar and he said to Rava, Mi'ika Demitrach Kamei Shemaya Kulehai. Is there someone who bothers God so much? I mean, you're telling God, God, you used to do miracles, but we haven't seen anything lately. Give us a miracle. Basically, you bothered God. It's not good to bother God. You can't bother God to make open miracles. So his father gave Rava advice. Amalei, he said to him, Shani duchtech. Change your spot. Because from heaven, they're going to attack you. Shani duchtech. So Rava changed his spot. Lamachar, so instead of going to sleep in, the, in his regular spot, he went to sleep in, in the guest room. Lamachar, the next day, Ashkeche, he found Demirsham Poriai Besakini that his bed was marked with knives. He saw, you know, knives in his bed. The demons, they were trying to get him. But apparently, they don't have very, they have GPS, but it's not in real, not in real time. They, they, you know, they give the demons the last known destination, but you know they're, they're a little bit. The, the Wi-Fi is a little slow. That's the Gemara. So I once saw that Rav Shlomo Kluger says that's the idea of sukkah. That on Yom Kippur sometimes it's goyzer on a person certain gzeros. So a way of getting out of the gzeros is you you change your location. You're not located anymore in your regular dining room table. You're not sleeping anymore in the regular... Now you're in the sukkah, so whatever was supposed to happen, you're going to conveniently, you know, all, when, the, when the flight, when the, the, the infamous flight goes down, there are always a million people who didn't make that flight. So sukkah is a way of sort of changing location after the gezerahs. So if you look on page Kufnun Vav in the Sefer, Megadim Chadashim. <coughs> Megadim Chadashim was written by Reb David Yoel Weiss. Miyakire Yerushalayim. Any of you guys come with me when I went to the Megadim Chadashim, the David Yoel Vice? What? We went, we went, I was there three times. The first, first year we went once or twice, he wasn't there, but the third time he was there in year one. In year two he was there, in year three he wasn't there. So one second, I think both of you were there. Remember on, on Shmuel Hanavi? Anyway, he wrote uh, amazing Svarim al Torah. He also has on a few Masechtois. He has on Maid Katan. I think he has on Chagiga. I think he has on Brachos. 
Rabbi David Yoel Weiss. So he brings down over here a segula for a fua that's brought in a number of svarim, which is not so well known. In the Sefer Leket Yoisher, which is written by one of the students and residents of the house of the Chuma Sadashen, he records that he remembers that when the Chuma Sadashen was sick, he moved his bed. And he would say, he would give an excuse. He said, you know what, move my bed somewhere else. And the, the student said, I don't know why. However, we find in other svarim that a chayla should change his location and it could help for refuah. In the Sefer Zichroin Taiv, which are Divrei Tairan stories about from Harava Kodosh, the Rav from Neshchiz, he writes, sometimes he would command a chayla to change his makayim into a different room or to a different house. Or in the Sefer Shalsachubah's Divrei Nechemia, of a Talmud of the Balatanya, he would say, the Minog is that if somebody is a chayla, they change their house or room. And it's also brought in the Sefer, Elef Kosav. He brings from the Mahari Asad, a segula for a chayla, that he should be cured from his illness, change your bed to a different room, and if you can't do that, change, so switch beds, and by doing so, you could be mavatel the gezeira, could be mahapech l'tayva. And it could be, it's brought in the Sefer, this is Marumaz and Apostolic in Tehillim, Hashem yisadenu al eres devai, God will sustain you on your couch bed, kol mishkavai hafachta b'chaliyai. Your bed he overturns in the illness, so from these sources we see that a very simple segula, nobody should ever need a refuah, but if somebody needs a refuah to change their mita, it seems like it's a refuah. Now the best thing is to change the room. If you can't change the room, change the bed. About changing the city. Changing the city? Look, you know, you don't, don't push it. Don't push it. But it comes out that sometimes if a person, for whatever reason in life, you have to go somewhere, you have to relocate, and sometimes it says, you know, it's an inconvenience, but you never know, maybe it could be a chesed from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He led you to a certain destination, you move your spot for a night, it could take away certain gezeros, that it seems that sometimes the way the gezero works is it goes there in a certain makom. But if you change your makom, then you avert the gezera. Now, he brings over here in the Shal Sachufus, Siach Yitzchak, that there's a Gemara in Ksubis. Soon we're going to be starting Ksubis. The week before Rosh Hashanah, we start Ksubis. We're making a, we have to make a big siyum, not just bagels and butter. We have to, you know. How many blood is, is Ivamas? 122? Something like that. Anyway, the Gemara Subas says toward the end, Rebbe was in Beit's Sha'arim. And he became weak, and they brought him to Tzipari. Why? The Medalia, it's high up. Ubasim Avira, the air is very fragrant. So, the Sefer Shazru, Siach Yitzchak brings the reason why they brought Rabbeinu HaKadosh to a different spot. It's to sweeten the dinim. And this is alluded to in the word medalia, that it's a high spot. You could say it's higher. The gezerah was only on a certain altitude. 
that they were gozer that certain things should happen at a certain altitude. But once you raise the altitude, so you're uh, you're above the gezerah. He brings over here. What's the reason for this? The way the segula works. He quotes the Zohar, Kaddish Mashiach Pekudei. What does the Zohar say? Kol mine chaylaim umachayvim baim aidei mazikin shemamunam aleim v'shaltim aleim. Illness comes through mazikin. I once heard Rav Miller would say, you know, people would ask him about what are mazikin. So it could be mazikin are bacteria. You know, the Gemara describes how scary they are, how many wings they have. But nowadays we could see them. You could look at them under a microscope and you see. And the Gemara says that it's a good thing that man cannot see mazikim. Man would see mazikim, we would be so frightened, we would be, we would be astonished. And the Gemara says they fill the air everywhere. Right? If we had a microscope, we could see the bacteria, the viruses, all the organisms that, that live in our airspace. It would be very frightening. So he brings over here the Zara College of Pashas Pinchas that by changing your spot you could fool the Malachim, they don't recognize you. I mean they've been they, they study the person but they don't have I guess they don't have long term memory. So you know they see the but once you change the locations, they don't know who you are. Okay. And he quotes the Gemara by Rava that Rava's father told him to change spots and it helped. By the way, in Chagiga and Davtezayin, we find the Mazikim can only go to the place that they're authorized to go. They don't have Rishus to go not to the right and not to the left. By the way, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah says on Tezayin and Medbez, four things rip up a person's Gzardin, and one of them is Shinoi Makayim. <clears throat> the Gemara in Bab Matziah says on Hey Ayin Hey Medbez, Man de Bishlei Bahai Masa, Vloyoza la Masa Achrita, Humin Hatsayakim Veinom Neanin. If someone has a difficulty in this city and he doesn't go to a different city, he will be among those who cry out and will not be answered. So, what does this mean? And he doesn't go to another city. What does it mean he doesn't go to another city? So, he quotes Mahari Asad that he says it only helps if you're Mishana. To another big city. So he says that Mestama, even if you go to a little village, it should work. Because Shinei Makam is Goyim Shinei Mazal. So why do you have to go to a big city? Go to anywhere. But he says, Davka Be'er Gedoyla, the Mazal will change. Why? Because we say in Bab Matsya, Mazla de Utlasa Adifa. A mazel of two or three people is better. And each city has a different mazel. A bigger city has a more powerful mazel perhaps than elsewhere. So all of these things are uh, interesting to know, even though the Gemara says in Maidkatan, Ein Mazel Yisrael. So we believe that we don't really have mazel. But Toysa says that doesn't mean there's no mazal. It just means that we're able to change the mazal. Because <coughs> Gemara says, Bane, Chaye, Umezoine, Lav, Beschusa, Talia, Milsa, Ela, Bemazla, Talia, Milsa. Children, life, Parnasa, 
is not dependent on Zuchlusim, it's dependent on Mazal. But Tosha says, what do you mean? Ain't Mazal li Yisrael. So Tosha says, no. Yesh Mazal li Yisrael. But a Yisrael could change it B'zuchus G'doyla, Tosha says, with a big Zuchus. But Tosha doesn't identify what's the big Zuchus. Very interesting. Tosha says, with a big Zuchus you could change your Mazal. What's the big Zuchus? Says the Chassam Soifer, I've identified the big Zuchus. It says like this, Hasam givulech shalom, chilev chitim yasbiech. One who makes their boundary peace, I will sustain them with the fat of wheat. Says Chasam Seifer. Everybody in this world has a boundary. What's in other words? I'll do mitzvah X, provided that I don't have to travel ten miles. Ten miles? No. Uh, that's where I, that's my boundary. I'm going to give tzedakah, but I'm not going to give, I'll give a half a million, but I won't give $600,000. Everyone has a boundary when it comes to a mitzvah. Or even when a person acts, I'm willing to do X, Y, and Z, but I'm not willing to go beyond my comfort zone. In other words, everyone has a boundary that's their comfort zone, that once they're going out of their comfort zone, they're not willing to continue their actions. But if somebody makes their boundary in this world, I'm willing to do anything, but not if it's going to cause machlokas. Somebody who makes their boundary shalom, hasam givulech shalom, ah, says Chassam Soifer, that is the zuchus gedola, that you could change your mazal. Hasam givulech shalom, chilev chitim yasbeich, God says, I'll give you extra parnasa. Even though parnasa is dependent on mazal, but we could break it through a big zechus. What's the big zechus? Shalom. If you are Rodev Shalom, that's a big, big zechus, you could change your mazal. And of course, Talmud Torah is kolel all the mitzvahs in the Torah. So Talmud Torah is certainly a zechus gadoyla, where we say, Ein mazal li Yisrael. We'll end with, with the following. Why do we say Ein mazal li Yisrael? Why? But doesn't God run the world through the medium of the Mazalois? The answer is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu t- took Avraham Avinu. And he says, look at your destiny. And Avraham Avinu says, I don't have any destiny. I see in the Mazalos that there's not going to be any Yitzchak, there's not going to be Yaakov, there's not going to be Klal Yisrael. Every Uma, every nation has a Mazal corresponding to them. But there's no mazel that corresponds to Klal Yisrael. So God told Avraham Avinu, Say meyitztagnusa shalcha. Go out beyond your... There is no mazel. You are connected to me. So when you connect to Hashem, then Klal Yisrael has bane, chaye, umezone. But when we don't connect from Hashem, then we see what happens in the last 2,000 years, different times in history, where the destiny of the Jewish people is in danger. So, the more we connect to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, viatem hadvekim b'Hashem eloikechem, chayim kolchem hayim. Rochanani ben Akasha Oimer. Let's Hakadosh Baruch Hu lozakas Israel. Lefikach yevelam Torah mitzvah shenemar adinur chafetz manzikai yagil Torah biyadir. Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.